All right, everybody, welcome back. Second episode of Midlife Crisis, a podcast featuring Trevor and Jamie, where we discuss whatever the hell is on our mind, which is what we all agreed upon. That's why we're here. Uh, so we just passed Thanksgiving. How was your holiday, man? It was good, man. It was, it was kind of odd. We, um, you know, during during this time, it's kind of weird to you know say you're going to go out and do stuff. But I went to Marianne's house, who's ex-wife, so it's a little strange to be around all that family and stuff. But um, it was good because the kids were there. So yeah, it was all good. Okay, cool. A lot of how many how many how many people, or would that be incriminating to 50. say? Fifty. No, it was <laughs> people. <laughs> We got to turn you in, man. So we kept saying to shh, keep it down. The cops are going to come. <laughs> Any no, car there driving was... by could be the snitch, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It no. was um, probably 10 with the kids. 10 with the kids? All right. No, yeah. no, it's, it's not horrible. No, we yeah. see, we, we, we lucked out. Normally, uh, normally we go elsewhere. We go to the in laws. And uh, for some reason, uh, we just decided maybe 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 it's because of having the baby uh it'd be cool if we didn't have to go anywhere because we're not fans of that we don't like going anywhere we will happily host people at this house for any occasion big or small on two minutes notice or with months of preparation we just don't want to leave man no i hear you it's pain especially now it's what especially now Oh, well, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a pain in the ass, you know, with, with the precautions and, and everything, you know, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm all for the precaution thing. You know, I don't, me personally, I don't have a huge family. I married into an enormous family, but there's literally so many of them that getting everybody together would literally require a haul of some kind. So there's, you know, they got, they got 20 different thanksgiving factions on her side of the family and we usually do ours most of them live either down in the city or they're they're kind of clumped up in various areas around uh the southeastern part of the state but you know we got our little pocket so we just had the i was about to say the six of us because i keep forgetting about that baby but he counts he's a person (laughs) uh seven of us it was just you know we had five of us and then my in-laws came over made everything everything was great uh first time i ever did a turkey from start to finish i was pretty impressed with my results good for you I was I was I was very very stoked, nervous. Uh, and then nervous. I found out I found out deep fryers are only like seventy bucks, so that might be uh, that might be the way to go next year. I don't know. Although yeah, we were I, talking about that dropping that frozen turkey into the smoking hot oil, <laughs> shit, yeah, man, you know, just causing like a neutron bomb in the backyard. Absolutely, that would have rained a shitstorm down on your fifty person Thanksgiving. I assure you that. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it wasn't at your house, so you know the ex wife would have gotten pinned with that tab. Yeah, was we, already all right. had, we already had that problem a long time ago, but we can get into that later. That's okay. No, no, no. Another another episode for that. So uh, obviously, you know, we we you know I, you know not not that anybody who would be listening has been hiding under a rock. Uh, 2020. When we talk about the current situation, the new norm. Uh, what's the, what's the big one? Unprecedented times, as they say. Uh, we're of co- course talking of the the COVID nineteen coronavirus. SARS COVID two whatever whatever the hell the name of this goddamn shit virus is, uh, you know it's been it's been it's been everywhere. All right, came up. We're we're coming on like a year of the first whispers of it now, so we're like a year into this thing. It you know didn't take full force and really start you know locking down or go into pandemic mode until early this spring. But uh, you know it's 
aside from all the inconveniences and obviously the political divide that this has somehow caused and, you know, your points of view on should businesses be allowed to dictate for themselves? Should people be allowed to dictate for themselves what they can and cannot do in these interesting times that we're currently living in? Um, what were your initial thoughts? So back in, you know, like, like I said, late winter, early spring, 2020, yeah. and the news starts going, hey, there's a weird virus you know, with, that that we're that the World Health Organization is reporting on, and you know, and it, it, it looks like it's infecting people at numerous rate. Like that, that first story, it was, it, you know, I, I'm sure the comparison's been drawn to the movie Outbreak five thousand times, but it was weird. It was like, 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 like you know, what, what was what was your reaction when you first heard that story, and then and then all of a sudden it's like first U.S. case was reported. I re, like I remember that. What like what what, what were you thinking about when when that? I, I mean. Honestly, it wasn't out. I don't think I was too concerned. We we went into situations where we had the swine flu, the bird flu, and all these other SARS and COVID viruses that never really amounted to anything. So I, I, in January, February time, I mean, I wasn't that concerned. I was actually at a a show, an indoor show in February, where this just started kicking off, and we started really hearing more about it. Um, and obviously, there was I don't know hundreds of people inside, so we didn't really. I just everybody kind of had the same thought. Yeah, this is on the periphery. Um, we've heard about it. And this girl, funny story, this girl running around inside the venue with a Corona beer. And I'm like, why are you drinking Corona? It's the middle of February. And she's like, I'm showing everybody because everybody thinks you can get coronavirus by drinking Corona. And I was like, nobody thinks that. <laughs> I'm proving to everybody that you can't. So I'm drinking Corona. Wow. And I was like, you know, it's just bizarre. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't to me at that point, a huge deal. I mean, my kids got sick and the same deal that the doctor said, Oh, there's just weird virus going around. Please don't, don't bring them in. It's not a big deal. And then obviously we know how that, that went for the rest of the year. How about yeah. you? I mean, I, I, part, part of, part of me is thinking, you know, cause like you said, with, with your, your SARS and your swine flu, bird flu, the H1N1, all, all those different things. Yeah. That we, we've gone through. I, I, I feel like it this time around, at least for me, my, the big variable in the fact was I have kids now. I didn't have kids then. So clearly getting the news of all that stuff when we would have been, what, late teens, early 20s in our just, you know, fuck all, drink or go home, you know, and pass out till you die mentality, I don't think... I don't think I ever stopped for a second to think about any of those past diseases or viruses. This time, it wasn't that I was a hundred percent just terrified and concerned. Not um, yet, right? I was just sort of, but like, I but like, I'm like, like, okay, you have my attention. I definitely, you know, I I responded differently to it, as in, you know, I didn't just write it off and go, I don't care. I need another shot. You know, I I don't have time for this virus shit. There's 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 drinks here and you know there's women over there we got you know we, we got right. stuff to do and i gotta be at band practice in two hours i ain't got time for just getting sick shit and if i right. do get sick i'm still going to band practice so that's yeah, gonna be their right. loss because i'll take down the whole damn group you know but this was you know i i i i live and have married a hypochondriac in somewhat of a sense so she gets to do all the research on this just because that's kind of her thing so I just get the nice role of being the comforting, you know, just the, hey, calm down. I know what you're hearing. You know, I know I know what the reports are saying, but let's relax. You know, this, I'm, I'm the I'm the one that keeps us grounded. So I didn't have a crazy reaction at first, but it 
you know, there, there, there was certainly a lot more to think about with, you know, are you still going to be able to go to work? You know, are the kids, you know, as soon as they started talking about shutting schools down, that was the part where I went, Oh shit. They've never talked about that before. I would have remembered that part, but um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't terror. It was a whole lot of like, yeah, I'm watching. I want to see how this goes, but yeah, there was, I, I didn't go into any sort of sheer panic at least until I went in for the first load of uh, toilet paper that I couldn't find. Then I panicked a little bit. Yeah, right. It's a big deal. That was some nasty shit going on there. No pun intended. Um, yeah, and, and the initial part of that was the beginning stages, right? So we all had that. Uh, we first got whispers of it, and this virus is around. But then when it transferred into that time frame of you know March, beginning of March into April, and we're kind of now really seeing the effects of what the government's going to start to do here, and what people should be doing, i.e., wearing masks and not, you know, and social distancing, and then businesses closing, um, it started to be a little more real. You know, that's when it got serious. But initially, I, I don't think I was that concerned. Yeah, I, I mean, we were, yeah, you know, with, with with everything that we had going on at the time. So we, I think, had just pretty much. I think we, yeah, we probably like a month into knowing that we were having a another baby right so like that that and our like it was it was concerned for our the two children that we had as i'm sure was a concern for you and then you know obviously you have a pregnant woman so there's you you, you know like it's it's we, like we required a different approach not that we were the only ones who required a different approach but it once it became evident that this thing was was easily you know passed from person to person with minimal, you know, time and exposure, all you had to do was just kind of get near somebody. You didn't have to be sitting on anybody's lap. Nobody had to cough on you. You know, you didn't have to, you know, touch a doorknob after they did. If you were just in a room with somebody, that was enough. So when that happened, that you know, mixed with the uncertainty, you know, now everybody floats the oh, it's a ninety nine percent. What is it? You know, you know, mortality rate, if I'm saying that right, you know, you know, you know, 1% of the people die from it or what have you. It's okay. We didn't know that at, at first. It was just, this thing is getting people sick like crazy. Nobody even knew that, Hey, after two weeks, if, if you're still kicking, you're good. That means you beat it. Like all the, all the facts that we now know about it. And even some of the things that are still like just really good hunches, we didn't have any of that. So, you know, when I'm thinking I got, I have, I have, a, I have a woman with child, here at the house we've we have two daughters and it's you know and then and then they start shutting parts of the state down and you know local areas and businesses and things deemed non-essential i was in an essential business so we were never missing a beat we limited our hours but we were still coming in contact with people whose whereabouts we didn't know so all the warnings that were that were coming out early of you know just stay within your group and all that and have that luxury so, you know, what was that like for you? I know, like, you don't you don't work in, you know, in, you know, in a similar industry of me, but, um, you, you know, like, 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 what did, what did work look like? Did you guys go to like work from home? Because I had to go to the office every day. I didn't have that choice. Yeah, we pretty much shut down for the first couple, um, really, the first week of when the um, government shutdown stuff started really happening, and we were deemed essential. Uh, we're a manufacturing company, so a lot of the guys in the shop they worked through this entire thing. I worked from home. Personally, because the kids obviously had school, we had to get through all this stupid schooling stuff, which was more than I could ever handle. Um, so it was 
I was working from home and so was Marianne. And, and that leads me to also, so I moved back in with my ex-wife, which was part of like one of the strangest things that we've ever, I've ever done. I forgot all about that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We touched base so, early and that, yeah, that came out. Right. So it was something where, you know, we, we didn't know how to really, you know, go about doing all that. So when it first happened, we went to, we went off my birthday. I was in Uka, you know, that was like, probably the worst place to be in a pandemic in a hibachi place right so a big, big open table where everybody's yeah right you know, sneezing and breathing on your food, food. Yeah, it's yeah, perfect right. so we uh we got that it was like march 1st so we were there and then it, then it really kind of kicked off and then it started getting real serious so then and like you were saying before you know your wife had had a baby and you don't know if there's underlying conditions with the, with the kids right or something or if you have something that's serious so then you start staying away from everybody and really adhering to those those distance rules and mask rules um we always just told the kids you don't want to get sick I, we don't want you to get sick because if you get sick we can't be in the hospital with you and that was a really big push to kind of get them to understand that that's why we're staying here uh we're doing it for the safety of everybody um and and that was a big part of that too but as far as work goes no i, I was i was home for a while and I, I just went back probably um a month ago no, that's that's not bad. Yeah, we did. Like I said we we were, you know, just heavily reduced on the hours. Uh, you know, my my my, my staff. You know, every, every I mean, every, everybody reacts to this differently. Um, you, you know, uh, you know, on 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 a human level, everybody had a different reaction. There were, you know, you had your people who didn't believe it was a thing. Uh, your people who were terrified of it. Like there were, you know, there were there were people, pe- people I've heard of since who l- legit did not leave their house for a month. You know, because they had some sort of underlying uh, issue. You know, you know, once once they started identifying that this was like a respiratory illness, and anybody with a pre-existing respiratory condition was, uh, you know, just really, really at risk. I think that was eye-opening to me, and honestly, it made me a little afraid, just because I've had several respiratory issues in the past i've had pneumonia a few times i had a pulmonary embolism blood clot in the lung um yeah so like to to a degree there there was a part where i were where i i had to stop and go okay what's the information on preventing this and you know protecting that i can safely implement because i i deemed myself as somebody who's at risk if nothing else even if I wasn't at risk, you know, if, if, if medically speaking, they were like, no, nah, you'd have probably been fine, you know, um, you know, and you know, there's no, nobody who's going to give me that guarantee. But, you know, I, I felt like treating it that way to me made everybody around me safer because I was the one who had to get up every day and go back into the world and come in contact with these people. Like, was there, did you, did you ever like get any like sense of fear from this or anything? Or were you just pretty much good the whole time? No, I think the fear really hit when you start to realize that, you know, kids were getting it, you know, and there was a big push of, well, kids aren't getting this. And that was per- perpetuated by, you know, the big orange idiot up there. But he, you know, he kind of kept saying, you know, kids aren't getting this, kids aren't getting this. But then when you start to realize the kids are getting it and you don't know. And it's re- it's, it got really scary when you thought, okay, if they got sick and they had to be alone in, a, and that's why I said before, but if they got, a, if they were alone in a hospital room, and we couldn't be there with them or vice versa. What if we both got sick? Same as anybody, any other parent. If both parents got sick and for God forbid they were put in the hospital for an extended period of time, who was going to take care of the kids? So it kind of got to the point where it's like we're making these choices so we don't have to be put in that situation if 
regardless if it, if it's feasible or not. Um, and the fear really was not, it was just more trying to keep everybody together and not, you know, not letting the bad thing happen. I mean, we started getting food delivered. Um, so we stopped going out completely for, for all of pretty much the, the end of March, April and May. And then, um, things started to get a little bit better when the kids finished school in June. So, um, and the biggest fear for me was, is obviously not getting old, the older people in my family sick. My parents are the same as you, you know, they're a little bit older and, uh, I had grandparents still kicking around and they're not, you know, they're in their eighties. So it was just not wanting to get anybody else sick. Yeah. We, um, I, I can remember the, you know, when, when everyone's kicking around, you know, how, how are we going to obtain goods? And everybody says, Oh, we'll go to Amazon. And like Amazon was out of shit. Right. Couldn't believe that. I was like, my <laughs> God, are you kidding me? Like, I, I think a week prior to me going on there and finding out, I couldn't get any of the four or five things that I was trying to order off of Amazon. I was just telling somebody I'm like, man, it's amazing. You can, the shit you can get on there. It's anything you can think of. Couldn't right. Get a damn thing. Once this thing kicked in, um, well, there was some really obscure Chinese made crap that wouldn't be delivered for six years. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And for somehow only cost 75 cents for a case of it, but you know, Hey, that's neither here nor there, you know, good, good, good for them boosting up their economy. Um, but I I can remember, you you know, like the food delivery, like every, every, every supermarket around us, I think at this point already had a food delivery or, you know, like a, you know, order, do your order online, just pull up here and we'll just throw it in your car for you. That sort of thing. Like these people already had these services. So I went to turn to that because for some reason I thought, man, nobody else is thinking of this. <laughs> and we're slammed. Jesus, I think, was it like the, the, the giant food store, like the first available slot to get a grocery order was like three weeks out. Yeah. You know, and like you call them to double check and they're, and they're like, like, well, do you want us to put you down? I'm like, are, are people saying yes to that? Or like, absolutely. And I got somebody on the other line. So if you don't want, I'm like, no, I'll just, I'll suck it up. I'll figure it out. You know, I'll, I'll go get a hazmat suit. I'll see you in a minute. Um, but you know, yeah, like, like just stuff like that, like like food delivery with, you know, I, I, it's like, I'm, I'm generally somebody who, you know, truth be told, I, I don't think this is that big of a secret. I don't like people all that much, you know, in, in, in like the general sense, you know, like a, Hey there, how are you is good. But like, I, I, I try to avoid talking to people like the plague when I'm out in the real world. So I was kind of okay with a lot of the contactless, you know, food delivery and just, you know, way, ways that people had to kind of do business with the, you know, not coming in and talking and making a chit chat. It was like, no, you got in, you got your shit, you give the money, you go. I liked all that. Uh, the, the first trip to reload on supermarket goods and food paper products and just kind of everything that we needed was i think the most thought out and like talked through plan i've ever been a part of in my life (laughs) like i remember we sat down and did it you know there there might have even been a sketch of the store layout i went to two stores i went to a small farmer's market right up the road from us for produce and then i went to like our big supermarket for like all sorts of other shit right and it was man I swear, I like I I ran that like the seals running operation, man. In through the door, you know, two clicks over to the right, you know. Don't double back for anything. Oh, I needed lettuce. Well, you pass the lettuce. You're Fuck the lettuce. lettuce. Now nobody gets lettuce. God damn it, you know. You better hope it's over in the organic section. You better hope it's on sale, you know. And it's just it was a lot of shit like that. And it, you know, and I'm I'm completely covered. I'm running around in rubber gloves. I got 
the mask on. I got a hat on. You know, there's like the, the, only, the only the only thing that's exposed on my body is like my eyes, you know. And at that point, I was waiting for the news that the eyes were the most easily penetrable, you know, way that people were getting this. Because in that case, I was a goner. You know, it was just, you know, just it was I, I kind of enjoyed the level of urgency that you had to put on such a mundane task as food shopping. Yeah, so then you would fill your cart and you'd, you'd rush through everything, get everything you needed, and you're all good to go. And you get in line and you wait for 45 minutes. That was a killer. <laughs> oh my god! And then here I thought, now I, I was so I don't know if my timing was just impeccable or if like, I, I I don't know the rhyme or reason to it because I was hearing from people all around, you know on the internet and you know you know family friends whatever everyone's like dude two fucking hours at the supermarket I'm like really wow man so well, I I go up here to go to the Tanner's farm market. I'm in and out in 20 minutes. You walk in the door, you, you see the layout. It's a very small place. You go boop, boop, boop. You bob and weave, you fill your cart. Boom. You're out done 15 minutes tops. And they got a killer ice cream section. They make all their ice cream there. We'd probably tried 40 different kinds of ice cream in the uh, get fat stages of the early lockdown, but it was, yeah. And then we, I'd get home with all this stuff. And of course, pretty sure March and April, I think it rained every day except for like two, Mm-hmm. So running all these brown paper bags in through the friggin' rain was awesome. And then the, the only standing rule and the understanding that we had was after a shopping trip, we had the, the system for how to, I guess, like get sanitized, I guess, was kind of what we did. So I'd walk into this like alternate entrance on our back porch, throw all the bags down in the kitchen, then go back out on the porch literally tear all my clothes off and run into the shower. Couldn't say hi to the kids. Didn't give the wife a kiss. Nothing. Got in the shower, you know, pretty, you know, you know, shit, even ate a bar of soap just to be on the safe side of things. Why not? And <laughs> drinking bleach, <laughs> drinking bleach, you know, didn't oh, only because I left my syringe at home. Sorry. Sorry. Didn't get the message that you shouldn't inject the bleach, but I did drink some of it. Talk about cotton mouth, but I mean, it was, I think, yeah, yeah, just you know, the, the the lengths that, that we were going to just just to go shopping was crazy. But but any any time I left the house, that's that's what I did. Now you were in a different scenario, you know, with, with your with, with with your you know splitting time with the kids and all that. Um, what what precautions were you guys taking though? Um, so really, I mean, it was just like you said, we, we got it. We, we got on a schedule on uh, the food delivery stuff and every Friday we were able to get a slot and we got food delivered. So it became expensive, but it was, it was something where we kind of got into a routine for those weeks that we were there together. Um, the precaution was we don't want the kids sho- being shoveled back and forth. We just kind of want to all be together here. So we don't have to do all that. We can both help with the schooling. Um, so we really didn't leave. I mean, the, the biggest fear that we had was that we weren't going to get enough, be able to get enough wine or booze to, to get us through the, the weeks ahead. <laughs> so. That, that, that did seem, but of all, of all the businesses to address such a, such a concern, because that was a huge concern. Oh, it was that was that was one of the biggest ones. I mean, I didn't really care about food as much, but where's my vodka coming from? Jesus <laughs> Christ! Well, the, I, I can I can recall what was it when, when the, the state decided to shut down all the liquor stores, and all of a sudden everybody started becoming really familiar with their local distilleries. All of a sudden, which well, that's true too. I tell you what, I, I you know the boom in the distilleries, boy, I, I got to applaud that for going off in the last few years. Like I'm not. I'm not a micro brew brewery guy. I can't stand 
the majority of the beers that people seem to like. Yep, right. But the distilleries that are popping up around us, you know, like there's a, a, a blueprint. Uh, I think that one's kind of up near you a little bit. Yep. Um, yeah, blue, blueprint's a good one. We got Mermaid over here, 1675 down in Ben Salem. Like these places, as soon as the state announced that they were shutting down and not doing liquor sales, my God, these places upped their online advertising game and it was come, come get us. Here's, here's our products. We'll walk them right out to the curb. Just have your ID and your payment. And I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Plus, the recent jump in online ordering services. I know you utilize them a few times. How, how did they work out? Like, what's the deal with those? Uh, well, we used them before. I mean, I use not to give them any kind of credit, but Instacart is a, a big a big thing we use because it was you could get anything anywhere. And that goes to the whole deli- food delivery, contact us delivery on the fast food market. I think we ordered Taco Bell like four times, which I don't like to admit that, but God, it was good when it was there. You know, yeah, it's just no, like it always is. It was the, the most Taco delicious, Bell. shameful meal you'll ever eat. It's so true. And you're going to do it again. It's okay. Uh, I will one day. I almost did it the other day. But anyway, so if you, if I went back and looked at all of the Instacart or DoorDash orders that I had. DoorDash was my go-to and Instacart for the food. But DoorDash, they made a killing from me personally. And it was good. We cooked a lot, but, you know, it was just, I had really good experiences. I think I got food messed up once. And, you know, for the amount of money you pay for the delivery services, like for that, you should get an impeccable delivery experience. There's a there's a Mexican place by us that I, I went there the one day. Now, they they altered their whole operation. They got a big property. They got a big back door around the back. And they decided this is where we want everybody going. So they had this huge sign up says, pick your food up here. I went there one night. They had like 20 different orders sitting on these tables. There were like six different drivers from different you know like your postmates your uber eats all that shit doordash my god watching these people try to scramble for their orders with it <laughs> like man i got i got to hand it to them it was it was almost like like you, like you remember, remember the end of trading places when they're on the stock market exchange yeah these people were yelling like faster than that i was stunned <laughs> with their resilience and they all knew their shit too it was it was incredible i was like yeah i got to hand it to these guys i just stood back and enjoyed the show i also had to wait 35 additional minutes for my food to be ready but at that point i was enjoying my seat i was comfortable and i got a free margarita out of it yeah, yeah that was another precaution that we took was just not going out that that whole time and it, that didn't come until much later when i actually picked up food um but yeah, I mean, they were still doing it, and I think, like you said before, I mean, a lot of the brewery, um, the distilleries were offering takeout drinks, to go drinks, slushies, and you know, pre-made um, vodka drinks or whatever. Yeah, I knew I did did see a lot of people doing that. I mean, we're not, you know, again, you know, with with you know, she was pregnant at the time, so we weren't really big on going out at the time. Um, right. But you know, yeah, they, they, that one that one didn't hurt us. Um, you know, we're, we're homebodies, uh, we're becoming more so every minute we're alive and, you know, may, maybe that'll change, but for this, you know, the, the, the need to go out and, you know, go to these different restaurants. I know all, there's a lot of people that enjoy going out and they have the ability to do that. You know, and I, I, I feel bad for everybody who was, who was inconvenienced. I, to, not, not in every single sense, you know, if you, you know, I, I feel, I feel more bad for the restaurant owner that that isn't making his living than the person who just didn't feel like cooking that night, you know, like, you know, you know, not, not everybody was going to win and not everybody was going to lose in this, you know, you know, there was, there was definitely two sides to that coin. Um, you know, it, just the, 
yeah, just like the not going out, it didn't bother us. We we were good. Right. Coming coming up with ways to entertain yourselves and things to do. Um, you know, I I I thought that one of the more interesting things was here, and you know, I don't know if VH1 still on the air or not, but they could they'll probably roll out some sort of special about this one day, kind of like to their I love the '90s and I love the '80s, where they'll say I love the pandemic and talk about all the pop culture ups and downs and the fads and things that went on during this. I mean. Like I'll 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 do you one because and and when people say that 2020 seems like it took a decade to finish because it still isn't finished, they're not kidding. Like Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, like that was the, that was only a few months ago. Number one on my list. That's funny that we both had the same. Thing. And it's like well because that was that was the first thing you know, and it's like if we weren't all sitting in our house. Who would have even watched this? Would it have been like the biggest documentary in the history of Netflix? And people like, are still talking about it, you know. So, all right. So, yeah. So, you know, we can start there. Obviously, streaming. Did you did you get to crank out any shows? Um. Yeah. I. I we watched quite a bit of uh, stuff. Just you know, random things. And I think a lot of it was hit or miss. But the entire King was a a pretty big deal in uh, in our nightly routine until it was done. Um. And just off and on some things, nothing really specific. I didn't get really hooked on anything uh, that I can really think about. Um, it was more just sitting down watching the news and becoming more afraid, you know, because that's what the news did for me um, was more just fear mongering. So I had to stop watching that. So it was more just trying to get some information. And by the time the night was over, we were drunk in time for bed. So it didn't really matter. Just get, get up tomorrow, rinse and repeat. It's not a bad thing at that's all. Pretty um, much. Yeah, yeah, the st- streaming was yeah. I, I I got to I got to a couple things that that, that I had to mean to get to. Uh, never got a chance. Re- rewatched a few things like right right at you know get, you got to re- you got to rewatch the office at least once. Uh, you know that's, the that, again, that, yeah that that one that one goes without saying. Got into all them goofy Star Wars cartoons that 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 the uh, the tried and true Star Wars nerds have been on me about for years to start watching. So I got one left. It's finally paying off, um, but you know, yeah, like that was you know stre- streaming, streaming. That w- that was an easy one. Every, everybody kind of figured there was going to be a nice uptick in that. Um, oddly enough, a lot of people I think started apparently doing uh, podcasts as well. Um, you know, no, that yeah, really, that was a no shit. <laughs> can't imagine why. <laughs> you know, it didn't seem to, who who the hell would ever think that that would be a logical step to do when you have nothing to do is you know, purchase microphones off of the website, uh, Amazon and start recording stuff with them. You know, who would do such a thing, but well, that, that kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, you're right. But that kind of <laughs> goes hand in hand with the fact that more people were doing these Skype dinners and Skype, uh, happy hours. Oh, and, Jesus uh, Christ. Everybody was working from home. So you had that set up already. So it kind of seemed like a natural, everybody thought not unlike you and I, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seemed to be a lot of that going around, you know. And, and and I'm sure for good reason. I'm sure. I'm sure the scoundrels will, uh, yeah, they'll they'll show themselves soon enough. Not like us. We're good people. But uh, you know, aside from you, 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 yeah, you talk about the Skype and the Zoom and all that, and it's yeah, I didn't, you know, like Christ, I think I skyped one time in my life prior prior to this pandemic. Now I'm fluent in it. Uh, House Party was an app that. Yes. I, my my wife and you know again married into a huge family. They you know all downloaded this app so we could all be on camera together. And man, they were trying to make like a weekly thing out of it. And, and you know, and, hey, that that fizzled rather quickly. I think just everybody just decided, you know, I don't want to do my hair. It's too and, chaotic. Oh God, that was annoying. It, it was it was very chaotic. But I think I think I think 
Is Aunt Kathy connected? Is is Bobby connected? Who's there? You're on mute, blah, and all that shit. You know, Um, drive by birthdays. Uh, That was what I had too. Yeah, you had one, didn't you? I had one. They 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 gave me one. We yeah yeah. It was good. I opted not to go because. I didn't, I didn't feel like driving. It was, it was okay, man. Yeah, you know, no, no, we had we had a couple couple chicks hanging around. Some 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 of the wife's friends were were kicking around. You know, could have could have hung out. Could have could have had a good time. But no, the hell with you. My birthday's not important. Um, yeah, that was that was that was neat. Like the fir- first few times that we'd see him, you know, and then like you know, of course, taking a walk uh, was also you know the the easiest you know go to for a lot of people. I've memorized a lot of things uh, in my neighborhood that I never would have otherwise noticed. Um, did did you guys do scavenger hunts with the girls by any chance? Um, no, but I, I mean, we didn't really. We, I think we actually, you know what? We did one day outside, though. Like, you know, find a leaf, find a okay dead so, bug. Yeah, nah, I, see, I, I went, I went nuts and like would type up a list. We'd go for like a two hour walk through our neighborhood, and we wouldn't come home until we found a house that had exactly three two tiered birdhouses in the backyard. Because that would determine the winner, and our big prize was. Come to think of it, I think I owe those girls a little bit of money from all the various uh, <laughs> shit. Well, hopefully they'll never hear this, but yeah, scavenger hunts, the walks, uh, the drive-by birthdays. When you'd be out on a walk and you see a row of cars, bunch, bunch of bunch of jackasses decorating with balloons and shit, you're like ah, they're going to get somebody. That that's like crazy. stop honking. I'm like an old man. I just yeah, get mad. Shit, you know. Just, like, just, I, like I said, I could, damn I too mad because they, they they threw one together for me. It was it was nice. They're usually a disorganized mess. And they they function like parades where you got three cars right on top of each other. You're waiting for them to rear end. Big gap. And then when you think it's over, no, here comes 20 more cars because somebody wasn't paying attention. They're late getting around the corner. More birthday train. Good time. Definitely a good time, though. I Um, think another big thing was just I spent quite a bit of time with my older one on getting her bike riding situation sorted out. And I I spent all this time with her. It was like a, a couple days here and there. And then one day we spent like three days in a row. And I put her on her bike and she's riding down the driveway and I'm kind of holding on and then she falls off and I'm like, you know what? I'm fuck this. I'm done with this. <laughs> so 20 minutes later, I go back outside and she's riding up and down the driveway. And that's what everybody said. They were like, just let her do it. She'll figure it out. I got that controlling thing. I was trying to make her do what I wanted her to do. And she just needed to do it by herself. So we went on bike rides in all the time. We were, we were going for go. like two or three hours. So it was great. That was a big part of it too. Now we had to, we had to stick with the walks because our our the, our youngest uh, the eight year old there she uh, if she's not riding her bike by the beach on a boardwalk her legs are incapable of pedaling past <laughs> twenty to fifty feet tops right like that just that's just that's just where you're at there um yeah. you know now yeah we, we there was uh you know I think there there was like a a painted rocks movement going around in the county that had a Facebook page and things like that. You know, oh, really? so you, you, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was yeah, there was like there was a lot of neat shit out there. You know, thing things you'd hear about after they kind of came and went. But yeah, like the the rock thing was nice. You just if you know if you're if you're walking around you know in in one of the state parks which we have a ton of. You know, I got to go check out a lot of parks. Went over to the Washington Crossing Monument for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in that whole park area, I'd never been there. Christ, I lived thirty minutes away from it. You know, it's pretty crazy. I am. I, it, it was cool. It was, you know, and what was nice was there wasn't a shit ton of people there either, which was, you know, just beautiful for me. Um, you know, yeah, you get, you know, you get to walk around, take your time. But yeah, like that was, I, I tried to use, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of going out and like kind of taking a drive, 
you know, here and there and just kind of, you know, like seeing the countryside and, you know, there's some sections of, of where we live that I've just, I've never been able to just kind of go just through and enjoy the scenery. So I, I wanted to do that. And I, I felt like I got to do that. What was your, what was, what was your favorite thing that you got to do? Um, it was probably just spending that amount of time with, with the kids and, um, being able just to do all that, you know, get her, get her to learn how to ride the bike. And, um, we did some of those things. We'd go out and we'd just drive around. I took them to ringing rocks. There wasn't anybody up there and you can go up there and bang on the rocks with a hammer. They enjoyed that. Cool. So it was just spending the time outside, especially as it got a little warmer, you know, we got into April, May and it was just so nice outside. So we were able to get out and do stuff. And, um, and like you said, you can get out and do that kind of stuff without having a million people around because everybody was staying home. Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah, no, it was, it was definitely good, good. It was a good bonding time for the family. If nothing else, I think a big plus side of this whole endeavor, this whole shit show that we call the pandemic was, I, I, I don't see how it couldn't have brought families closer at this yeah. point. Um, and I built a know. big, we built a big garden. So that was another thing that we did. We, we, they were able to tend that the entire summer. So it was a good, uh, and it was a good learning experience for him too. Oh, good. You can, you can come by next summer and show me how to do a garden. Cause we also did that. And we didn't tend to it all summer because it died in three fucking days. <laughs> Correction, wax beans. Apparently you can't fuck those up because they came out in a very bountiful collection. Beans are tough to, to, to fuck up. Yeah, it seems that way. Well, we, well, we could fuck them up because we apparently didn't pick them at any right time because they just well, they fall, go. fall right off the vine there. So terrible. you got to pick them, and then they 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 go again. They, they'll bloom yeah, right? again. You know, um, if it's a vine or a string bean, then you got to you got to tie it up. If it's a bush bean, you got to let it grow on the ground. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> With the, the the fucking rule, the rules of thumb. Of I grew so many tomatoes that just never. I, I had I just started tomatoes in, in pots around everywhere, and I every day. You know what? That was I, I spent a lot of time on these fucking plants. Good for you, man. Good for you. You know, you know, you got something to be proud of there. Um, you know the the the, the big the big big weird thing for me was um, and I I said this to you previously. You know the the amount of time that I've I've spent in hospitals. Yes, during this was astounding to me uh I, I don't typically frequent hospitals i don't think anybody should um you know father had a triple bypass i had to go drop him off a care package they had that place sealed off like fort knox this was like right at the beginning of it and i knew damn well i wasn't getting in to see the man i just wanted to drop it off and these guys were ready to jump my ass if i even lunged at that elevator i guarantee you that um just 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 the lockdown of the hospital and then when it came to a couple months later when we had our baby that was an interesting experience because we kind of went in with this like okay so like we're locked in kind of thing right and they were like well now you know if you need to go out to your car or you know do this or do that like I'm like oh so i i i can't leave the grounds they're like well, I mean, you have two other children so you know if they need something from you if you have to go home and check in I'm like hold on I'm like like what what can I and can I do here? I said, well, we would only prefer if you left the hospital once a day. Nobody else can visit, and it was just like this like evolving set of rules the entire time. It was just a fascinating time to be delivering a baby. The one thing that we did enjoy, and sorry for all the relatives who might be offended by this, we loved that the room was not filled with 48 people 100%. coming to hold the baby five minutes after he was born. We did love that. It was 100%. nice, and it was quiet. And we'll never, never not appreciate all of that, um, you know, and 
you know, I think I think the the, the last thing that that I wanted to inquire about was did did you find any sort of you know good source for information at any time of this? I think for for us, we were doing the our, our state um, surgeon general or what have you. They would do their little daily health briefings, and we were watching that because she spoke in a very you know even handed way where she was she was explaining a very complex thing very simply. And it was very easy to follow. And you didn't have to really dissect much of what she was saying. You just listened and you understood what she meant. And that was really nice. Um, I thought per, I, I thought the state of Pennsylvania did a nice job with it. Dr. Rachel Levine was very <clears> good <throat> for information early on. That was just for us. Um, you know, that's, th- that's, that's what we made it a point to check every single day. Because like you said, you know, watching the news, all the time where they're just, you know, they're just trying to spiral, you know, the chaos and, you know, and scare the shit out of you. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was nice to have at least one place where you could just go and just get some pertinent information to get on with your day. How about you? I agree with you hundred percent. That was what we watched as well. A lot, a lot of times was the press conference and the briefings about what was going on. So we kind of, but again, at, yeah, at nighttime we would put on CNN and I'm not a big CNN guy because of just the way they are, but, um, yeah, I, I found you're right that those types of um, press conferences were much more informative about what was actually happening and the numbers and all that. So we kind of watched that as well and stayed yeah, away kinda, from the news. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was it was, it was, it was nice just just seeing something out there and just under work. Not not every single person on here had an agenda with where the information was coming from, and that people needed information and for them to make it a point to get out there every single day, right on cue. Like my shit, my wife had a a reminder set for it to hit their press conference every single day. And we would, we would sit there and we'd stop whatever we were doing to listen to what the good Dr. Levine was telling us. And And everybody had some really shitty things to say about her. And, um, you know, I, I thought she did a very good job as well, just the way she composed herself and the way she put it in layman's terms. And it wasn't like a big overwhelming, um, issue. And uh, the hell with them. The hell with all of them. She's very informed. I don't give a flying fuck what else goes on in her personal life. Sure. Doesn't matter. The woman's very efficient at her job, and that's that. Um, so the big the big question, and then I think we'll we'll probably head on out here. Um were you tested at any point during this pandemic? Uh, no, I was not. I never actually you got never sick. Got nope. I never had any symptoms. I never had any um, reason to because I was never exposed and like I said we um, we had those situations where we didn't really even at work I've had guys now who, who have been tested positive but they have not been in the office so I, and I had no no need to no reason to all right well fair enough um, it's very how about you oh wait it's a, it's, a, it's a very fun pleasurable experience uh, they've they've shortened the amount of time that they take the tiny uh, what can only be called as a miniature like toilet scrub brush because that's what it feels like or a uh, re- or a what the hell is it the uh, metal straw cleaner I guess if you want to be like pipe cleaner a hipster modern uh, you know take on what the hell this thing is but uh, now nah, we I, I had to take I had to get two tests one for the surgery I had a few weeks ago um, that was quick that was like three seconds I was stunned. You know, and I didn't do what I did with the first test that I had to take. Um, you know, for for those listening who don't know what it is, they shove a scrub brush up your nose and like tickle your brain with it. It's amazing. Um, I sneeze violently 
under normal circumstances, I sprayed the entire interior of my dashboard and windshield after that first test when she pulled that thing out. And I knew it was coming. All I could do is I got the mask down just enough that I didn't sneeze and blow snot all over the inside of my mask because I did that once. That mask is no longer with us because I'm not putting that damn thing back on my face, even if it is my own uh, <laughs> bodily fluids and what disgusting. have you. But, disgusting. Yeah. And it was. Uh, Did they yeah. do both nostrils? No. I, I kept hearing about that. But now, when, when we went in both times, it was one nostril. Uh, first time, it was actually not both times. It was like two days for results. Tested negative both times. Um, possible exposure to it the first time was the first reason. And then, again, the. Uh, surgical procedure where that's that's mandatory because if you're infected they're not doing what they need to do to you you know and i needed it done so we'll just we'll just go with that you know that's that that was it but yeah it was it was it was not fun and i don't want a third one but if i need to at least i know they've got the uh shove it up your nose point to about three seconds now fast results it's a good time you know? And obviously you were negative both times. Definitely negative both times. Um, you know, you know, and then for, for Christmas this year, I'm gonna get you a COVID test, buddy, so you can experience exactly what the rest of us had to. Oh, thanks, Paul. Because similar to my father's uh military service theory that everybody in America should serve a year in the military, I at this point feel that everybody should get the COVID test brush shoved up their nose for no less than seven seconds. And and that's <laughs> where I'll end th- with that. Even if three is the only even if three, <laughs> yeah, even if three does it, you know, just seven, just just because, you know, why the fuck not? You know? But uh on that note, I think that'll take us out. I think we've hit on just about everything that was relevant in COVID outside of you know the 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 people that we've unfortunately lost during this. Um, you know, my, my heart goes out to anybody who 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 knows somebody who who had had a loved one that didn't you know survive this ailment you know even if, even if you get it it's you know it's it's an inconvenience of time and you, you know you're you know obviously you can't come in contact with anybody definitively if you catch this thing but there there were you know for the 99% of people that survived it uh 1% of them didn't and that's i think approaching 300,000 people at this point but uh right. you know, sad news nonetheless but it's not going away at least not anytime soon uh so wear your goddamn masks. Wear your masks, people. Jesus it's not a big Christ. deal. You know, it's getting cold out there, you know? Enough about your civil liberties, all right? Because most of us don't give a shit. And the ones who do, eh, they're probably nuts. But that's going to do it for episode two of Midlife Crisis, featuring Trevor and Jamie. And I guess we'll be seeing you guys next time. All right? Stay tuned for another episode. Have a nice day, guys.